Welcome to the third episode of the Nostalgia Digest podcast. Today, Zed and I are going to be ranking the four, mo- the four main games in the Arkham franchise, uh, which were developed by Rocksteady Studios and Warner Brothers Montreal. The four games that we're going to be ranking today are Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Origins, and Arkham Knight. We do know that there are some other games like Arkham Origins Black 8 and some other games that relate to the canon of this, of this franchise, but we decided not to do them because we wanted to talk about the four main games, which are extremely well-known. Uh, so first off, we'll start, with a, we'll start by ranking them with our least favorite game and then moving on. Now, before Zed before starts talking, I would like to issue a spoiler warning because we will be mentioning the plot of the games and we might go into details about what happens in each game. So if you haven't played them before, take this as your spoiler, as your spoiler warning. I think personally that the Orkin games, all of them, the four of them, have to bring a lot of light into the whole superhero video game franchise. Because I think we said this before the podcast started that many people used to think that they were childish and that you know, small teenagers mainly played it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it helped them, many people to start playing them. More people became more interested in the whole franchise DC and even Marvel. Uh, yeah, uh, it brought a lot of spotlight and it showed and it showed everyone that they can be for mature audiences, one hundred percent. Uh, okay, so Zed, let's start with your with the game that you have in fourth place. For fourth place, I think I put Arkham City. Not that it's a bad game. The game as itself, you know, was very well developed. It had, the storyline was also good. But I just think that the game yeah, had that had that something missing, you know. Mm. I mean, it could it had the potential to be the best. Was it missed out? I loved the story of mentioning of Rosal Gould, mentioning of Yoga Strange, even the Joker at the end. Mm. It, just, it had the thing missing in it, but did not help me. It had to become the last. Uh, how do you think it could have been improved? The story wasn't as it's bad. It had a lot of, you know, Dr. Freeze was in there, how he wanted to help Batman, but it then double-crossed him. Same with Rosal Gold. It turns out that even though he took his blood for the whole story plot line, but it was also mainly part of his plan. The main part that you know, bugged me out was you know, the ending. It just felt it was rushed, you know? Yeah, oh, the uh, uh, Rosal Gold's part? Yeah, oh, okay. Rosal Gold's part, Hugo Strange, even the Joker emerging out of the blue just to kill Tali. It just felt you know, they wanted to finish the game. Oh, okay. I understand. Uh, now, personally, in fourth position, I have uh, Arkham Origins. Now, or- Origins really isn't a bad game by any means, but personally, I don't think it holds up when it's compared to the other three installments. Now, first off, when I first saw the game's trailer, I was really excited to see that the story will focus on the Black, on the black Mask as the main villain, because he's a great character, and I feel like he's extremely underrepresented in all forms of media. Like, we rarely see him in any movies, in any games. So I really felt that this would be an amazing chance. Uh, but in the end, it was the Joker. It turned out to be the Joker, which is something that I have a problem with the whole franchise. It's like one of the bad things or one of the negatives that that exists in all of the games. They over-relied on the Joker. And I feel that in this... every game, even though the whole plot line isn't about it. Yeah, exactly. He appears out of nowhere and they have to have him in the games. Uh, now, one thing that I really liked was that how they like they introduced the bounty 
which Black Mask put on Batman, the $500,000. And I think that this was a good idea because it explained how we got to see all of his villains together. And again, it was, a ba- it was as it mentioned in the title, Batman Origins. It talks about Batman when he was pretty young, when he was still pretty early in his career as Batman, which I feel was a great storyline to look at. And honestly, I just felt like it was lacking when compared to the other games from its story. I didn't think it was uh, written as well. And honestly, its fight mechanics, I didn't. Personally, they weren't my favorite. So, and again, uh, the plot twist that it turns out to be the Joker. Uh, honestly, this turned me off a lot of the game. Uh, but yeah, this is actually why I have it at four. Keith, come on, what you said about the fourth, what did you place as your third? What? Which one did you play? Which one is the third position for you? Fourth, uh, Arkham Origin. Yeah, third, third. Oh, third. Okay. Now, this, I saw a lot of people that would agree with me on this, and I've seen a lot, of, a lot of people have it as their best Batman game. But honestly, I couldn't rank it up that high, because while the game was a great idea, folk trying to, or it was marketed as that it's going to be Scarecrow's game, which I really loved. Uh, but again, and it was also marketed as the fact that Arkham Knight isn't going to be Jason Todd, like they made sure to let us know that. But in the end, it turned out to be him, which I okay, which I kind of hated. Because honestly, it was pretty clear that it's going to be him. I expected some sort of amazing plot twist. Maybe they would introduce a new character to the games. And also, the Scarecrow didn't play as big of a part as I thought that he would. So this is like a huge negative for me, honestly. Because they could have done a lot more with the characters. You would think they would make a boss fight at the end. Yeah, exactly. Like, for example, in both Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, we, and Arkham City, we get to go up against Scarecrow, but uh, when it's supposed to be his story, we don't get as much uh, to go up against him as much. Uh, and honestly, the biggest uh, asterisk that I have, or the, the biggest problem that I have with Arkham Knight is the fact that it, we drove the Batmobile way too much. Like, they introduced it, which I think was, is a cool idea. But they over-relied on it. Like, we had to drive it a lot. And honestly, it got boring after some time. And, like, one one last thing. It's not as big of a deal. But there were a lot of Riddler challenges in the last game. Like, a lot. Oh, it, way, I spent a lot way, of time trying to finish more, them. <laughs> 200 Riddles was way more than it had to <laughs> Yeah, it was way too much. 200 is enough. Too much. 200 too much. And you, had, you could have finished all of the game, all of the extra side missions. Even the DLCs, and it would probably take less time to complete than the whole Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what's what's third that you, in your list? I think it's Arkham Asylum. Not that it's a bad game. Arkham Asylum is probably one of the best games I've ever played. But the fact that the game, you know, it was mainly focused on the story. We hmm. didn't get the ability to free roam as in Arkham Origins, City, and even Night. We had the option to free roam, see the city play even the side missions and the other options, but in the Arkham Asylum, you just had to keep following the storyline. 
Mm. And personally, I didn't feel this makes me sound like an idiot, but I couldn't main most of the clues when you're out there and you had exactly where to go. I had to check on YouTube. I had no clue on what to do. <laughs> Any, I had no idea where should I go, how to fight. I had no idea. Even the gadgets, you know, some felt good, others were just, you know, they had they just put them there with no use. Mm. Uh, do you know what I actually uh, really agree with the part that the fact that we were in the asylum uh, kind of is a negative in the game on the game itself because uh, yes free roaming is actually a huge plus for the other three games but I think it's excusable in Arkham Asylum because it was the first game they were still they still weren't sure what to do with them so it's understandable uh, so what do you have at number two Number two would be Arkham Origins. Despite what you said about, yeah, I agree with you, the whole making sure the Joker is always the villain. But you know, the game as itself was really enjoyable. You could even, they even fix the thing with you could hang uh, the bat ring, bat flag. You could actually use it to fly, not like in Arkham City. You know, the flying option wasn't that good. You would fly for like two seconds and then you had to do it again. Mm. In Arkham Origins, they gave you the option and you could fly a bit longer. The side missions were great. The whole, the whole dynamic of the game was very well put. Yeah, and you had to even manage. The best part is that you had eight bosses. You had to fight the eight bosses. Do you know what I agree with you? Uh, like about the bosses because I think Origins might have had the best boss fights in all of the Arkham exactly. franchise. Yeah, every boss fight you had to fight them. It's not like in Arkham like when the final boss. Yeah, it was already part of a cutscene. It felt nice that you actually have to fight to win the game. Mm. And yeah, the Bane, uh, yeah, yeah, and especially the Bane boss fight, I I loved it much more than the Bane boss fights in City and Asylum or Asylum. I'm not sure which one, uh, but the Bane fight, the Bane boss fight was amazing in Arkham Origins. Yeah, speaking of Bane, I remember seeing. Uh, I can't remember which game, but he has an actual. Uh, he could be a part of your plan. He could be a friend rather than a foe. Uh, yeah, it was a side was, story. It was a side story yeah, in Arkham City. You would go, yeah, yeah, yeah. You would go to them and he would help you with, some, with something. I think it was his venom was being used for something other than for him. Yeah. And he, Batman, who joined forces. That part actually was Yanni. Even though it wasn't Yanni, a real side mission with fighting and stuff, but Yanni did this well in that part. No, yeah, I agree. That was really cool seeing them. Like seeing Bane and not having to fight him. <laughs> Uh, now, let me give you my number two. Uh, now, number two, I have Arkham Asylum. Now, the point which you mentioned about it not being, uh, you know, not having its free roaming around, I think that, yes, that is a negative on, on it. But the fact that I honestly really enjoyed playing as Batman, now, Nostalgia probably plays a part in this ranking, but I really enjoyed playing as Batman because it was my first, my first real Batman game. So it, I was really excited to play, excited to play it. And I got to see characters like Victor Zaz. Uh, we got to see Scarecrow play a huge part in, in the story. And also, again, at that point, it was still the first game. So seeing the Joker's plan was really amazing. And I really loved that. But the only thing that's keeping it from being number one is that the boss fights uh, weren't really that fun in this game. They, actually, I think they, ha- they didn't want to include them in the beginning. They were a last second ed- uh, addition, uh, the boss addition, fights. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and honestly, uh, the final boss fight when where the Joker uh, turns into a Titan, 
honestly, yeah, I wasn't a fan of that at all. Uh, I I think he looked weird, and I think that the fight itself wasn't was pretty boring. Like I wanted he would I, actually yeah. if he fought the Joker himself, I think it would have been a bit exactly. Wrong, yeah? Exactly. I like we yeah, spent we spent like half the fight sense. fighting his goons. Exactly. Exactly. You should have fought. Yani, if they managed to fight the Joker himself, I think yani, as in Arkham City, where you mm. fought Clay, uh, the one that disguises Joker, Clay. Yeah, yeah Clayface. Or... Yeah, yeah. Clayface. Yeah, it yeah. was it was extremely fun. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If it happened same thing with Joker, it would have been a good game. Yeah, but also, do you know about the point of the like of only having to be in the asylum and not going around, you know, and the area in general not being very large? It had its positives because we, you know, when the asylum is pretty small compared to the other areas, to the other games, but this helped us because I found every single Easter egg in the game. <laughs> like I would spend times mm. just looking around, and for example, there is an elevator where you know if you go inside it, inside it. You would find the Riddler's the Riddler's hiding spot, and I thought that was a really cool detail, and I actually loved this uh, because it helped me uh, focus more on the lore behind these stories, which I really loved. Uh, so there was an also calendar man Easter egg and the Scarecrow mentioned for the last game. Yeah, exactly. Like you, there are there were a lot of Easter eggs in all four games. Yeah, uh, and. No, actually, like, yes, there were a lot of Easter eggs in all four games, but I couldn't find them all. <laughs> in Arkham Asylum, I found most of them because, as I said, it was a relatively small area, so I could keep going around and searching. Yeah, that's the only, mainly the worst part of the game. You couldn't free roam, discover more uh, in Arkham City. Yeah. Or... Yeah, yeah, because, like, you had to move a lot and you couldn't really focus on the smaller details. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so and at number one, you have Arkham Knight. Exactly. Personally, yeah, as you said, it was an exhausting driving with the Batmobile, especially with the Riddler's Riddle. The whole point of fighting Deathstroke, one of the main villains of Batman's main villains in the Batmobile as well. But the game as a game demands of storyline because the DLCs and side mission, it was felt like they really put their heart and soul into the game. Yeah, yeah. All of the games, uh, fighting even the Riddler's mission, you, know, you think that even after completing the Riddles, what happened in Arkham Asylum, when you completed all of his Riddles, yeah, he was taken by the, uh, the Gotham Police Department, and the whole of the Riddler situation was ended. But in Arkham Knight, you actually had the chance to fight against them. Yeah, which was a, which is actually a pretty fun fight. It, it could be pretty hard at some time, but it was pretty fun. Yeah. And also, I think, which was one of the main parts, the whole Scarecrow and the whole Arkham Knight as itself being Jason Todd. As you said, we all thought that Jason Todd would, wouldn't be the Arkham Knight. And as in the comics, it's not his role. Mm. But we all knew that he had a dark side inside of him. You know, we could have done more of him, put another character, as you said, instead of him. Yeah. Like, I, he wasn't a bad character in this film. Yeah. He wasn't a bad character at all in the story, but I do think that at some point it was predictable. And there were many other options, especially the one that I mentioned, which is introducing another character. Like someone who had who had some sort of problem with Batman that we don't really know about. I think in even the game itself, 
the main the Kanye and you force made the player foresee that Jason Todd is the Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. That there was the mission where they had to go to the Vanessa Studios and fight Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. and they kept every time. And then when you finish one of the Joker replicates, or not replicates, the one that took the Joker's blood, every yeah. time you move on to the second one, you'd see Joker tormenting Jason Todd. So any any normal player, yeah, exactly. Uh, like if 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 the Arkham Knight didn't turn out to be Jason Todd. There, then these like these flashes that Batman was having wouldn't really make any sense in context of this yeah. story. And at number one, I have Arkham City. Now, Zed did mention that it does have some negatives, and I agree with that. The game isn't perfect, but and like on the negative side of things, the game sometimes asks for too much during its maps. Like at some points, I had to we the player had to go out and escape from some helicopters and stuff. I feel like things like this weren't really needed at all. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and honestly, at the end, it was maybe a little rushed. Like, I did expect to ha- to have a fight, some sort of fight against the Joker, but we didn't. And this actually, it is a little, like, a little bit of a negative because I was really hyped up to fight him. But in the end, the fact that he was killed is something that I didn't expect at all. Because it was a really, it was a weird decision. Because the Joker is, like, when the Joker is associated with Batman. Whenever you think of Batman, the Joker is the first thing that comes to your mind. So killing him, killing him was something that was extremely ballsy. I didn't expect it to happen at all. So seeing him walk out of Arkham City holding the Joker's body was shocking. Uh, but because, because I thought that they wouldn't bring him back. I was like, hmm, no, they killed the Joker. Going to tell you, yeah, even though he died, they still managed to find a way to him. Yeah, exactly. So I, I have to say, the, like, only taking it with the context of the game that they killed him, it was an awesome decision. It really helped the game. But looking back at it, with the fact that uh, the Joker comes back in every game, yeah, it isn't as important or as amazing. <laughs> but honestly, I see. In the next game, we got some noise. Yeah. That somehow Joker does not show up. I seriously hope that. Yeah, Do you know Batman isn't there? Joker shouldn't. Yeah, I, I'm really excited for that game, but I don't think that it's in the same world as uh, the Arkham franchise. I think it's it's set in a different universe or something. Uh, but yeah, okay. Yeah, I saw, we also mm-hmm. the trailer that the Council of Owls is there. Yeah, they're going to and be the main villain. Yeah. We saw that even the thing is the thing that what you said being a different universe. I slightly disagree because there are many plot lines showing that they have a lot of similarities. You know, Bat- Batman being dead, mm. which at the end of the Arkham Knight. Yeah, uh, it happened. Sorry for the spoiler, but it happened. Uh, they show that even Barbara, which was even yeah, supposedly paralyzed, was walking, and they even showed her wheelchair. Yeah, okay. Uh, like, I do think that it can be. We kind of <laughs> stop talking about City. But, like, yeah, let's just close on City. It was an amazing game. I feel like the map was amazing. It did ask for too much sometimes, but it was amazing. Uh, the Having to play as Catwoman was an interesting thing that they let us do. I think it was pretty fun. And I think that the boss fights were better than Arkham Asylum, so that counts for it. Okay, so now going back to Gotham Knights for a second. Uh, yes, but the thing that uh, makes me not sure about it is that we have Jason Todd as uh, the Red Hood in the game, in Gotham Knights. 
and I wasn't sure if like after what happened in Arkham Knight is he really going to be to want to work with the Bat family like this is yeah exactly yeah he probably have trouble with them but I think I think even if I were to write the game that the Council of Owls would strike at him first and that he would figure it out you know that this isn't a joke and alone he couldn't take them down Oh, that actually that would be a great idea. Yeah, yeah. The court of owls attack him first, so then he ha- he has to team up with the rest of the bat exactly. family in order to he stay safe. Yeah, that's number one. For a game to make a lot of sense, it should be Jason. You know, together the team, as that would make a great start to the game. Yeah, I think uh, this would be a great idea. Uh, okay, <laughs> so we we talked a little bit about Gotham Knight. That's something extra that we didn't plan for, but I'm really excited for the game, and I hope that it is as good as the uh, four games in the Arkham franchise. So, okay, that'll be all for today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Our podcast is available for you to listen on Anchor, Bra- Anchor Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Spotify. Thank you for listening and I hope to have you here again.